You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. It is Friday, September 21st, 2018, and joining us as usual this morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. Uh, you know, I thought it was going to be a great week here, but in this uh, 10 minutes that we, we've been waiting to record this call here early on, <laughs> Friday morning, the price of gold's got bombed, so let's let's go at it here. And it has been an interesting week, Eric, but before we get started, just want to point out to everybody that Sprott Money is celebrating a significant milestone here in September, our 10-year birthday. So please head over to SprottMoney.com or call 888-861-0775, and you can purchase a 10-ounce Sprott-branded silver bar for just 79 cents over Spot. You can also get a Sprott Silver Round for 89 cents over Spot. These are striking products, and they feature the renowned Sprott name as well as the iconic Canadian Maple Leaf. 3-9 Purity, so they're ideal for both investing and collecting, and you can find them again at SprottMoney.com. Eric? Uh, again, a little less expensive than it was just a few moments ago. Gold had the audacity earlier today of tapping its 50-day moving average for the first time uh, in almost exactly five months it's been under the 50-day. It actually tapped it this morning, and now it's gotten carpet-bombed here just in the last few minutes. <laughs> How about your comments on this? Well, you know, I have a view of markets, okay? And uh, it's almost like... Uh, whatever the narrative is at the time, you know it's likely to reverse. So, for example, I look at the emerging markets here that got hammered, 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 hammered. Next thing you know, whoop, away they go. They turn around to the upside. It's like this invisible hand comes into the market. And so you look at the gold market, and as you and I both know, we're at the 50-day. We're thinking, oh, my God, it's going to break, break out of the downtrend that it's had uh, for the last three or four months. It goes right to the line, and bang right back down again, and viciously down, right? It, it felt uh, 10 or 11 bucks in about three minutes here. So it's just the invisible hand out there that decides, no, we're not doing that now. That's not part of the deal. Even though, by the way, Craig, the U.S. dollar has been very weak here. You know, like who's kidding who? We got down into the 93s and the DXY uh, yesterday. Uh, most technicians w- would have said, that, you know, you go to 9450 and she's breaking down and going to go lower, and I think there's lots of reason to think it might go lower. Um, so, you know, this, this bombing of gold, it just comes out of nowhere. And typically when they bomb it like that, uh, my own feeling is it tends to rally again because who knows, maybe it's some speculative fund thinking, well, I'm going to take it down through 1,200 and let's just get this going and front, front loading it. And then sure enough, the buying comes in and, and we turn it around again. So... Uh, we'll see as the day unfolds. We were looking at a good week, and now, of course, that good week's just disappeared in these last 10 minutes. But uh, uh, it has been a decent week for the stocks, and uh, silver's done well, palladium's done well. We got the base metals rallying here today, so there's hope that it, it's a one-off and we can recover that, uh, that immediate loss we've sustained here. You point out two interesting things that are going on this week, uh, this week being significant because next week, brings that September FOMC where everybody's expecting uh, another Fed funds rate hike and some forward guidance as to what, you know, your Fed governors are expecting for next year. 
But yet leading up to that meeting next week, as you said, the dollar has been going down on almost a daily basis and interest rates have been spiking on almost a daily basis, meaning somebody's in there dumping bonds, putting those two things together. What does that tell you? Well, you know, the unstated possibility is that China's dumping bonds. Uh, So it's bad enough that the Fed has to dump bonds and the Russians won't buy bonds. And uh, now you got the Chinese selling bonds. I mean, that's a lot of, and of course, the government's issuing more bonds. Right. I mean, that's uh, on the, on its surface would suggest that yield should go higher. And I say on the surface because in the back of my mind, I think, okay, and where's the third hand? Where's the invisible hand here who's going to buy all this stuff and just put it away somewhere that no one's ever heard of? Uh, you know, the, the plunge protection team sort of thing. Uh, which you do, I think, you tend to see in the markets here. Uh, so even though all of the ingredients of higher yields are in place here, uh, all of a sudden, and it's just, just like we've seen in, in, the, in the emerging markets, they all go down, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, they're rallying. And then, well, why are they rallying? You know, And, of course, the narrative changes to, to react to what's happened. But on its surface, in the physical flow of money, you'd think that rates... Uh, would be going higher. The long rates would be going higher here. So we'll have to stand by on that one. But it's a big deal. Rates higher, dollar lower. Yeah. And as we head into next week, it'll be interesting to see the reaction come uh, Thursday and Friday of next week once we get the Fed behind us. You know, and, and Eric, I just want to ask you this, too, because, you know, we were all it seemed like people everywhere, uh, especially here in the States, were up in arms over all the deficit spending 10 years ago, you know, and the and the trillion-dollar deficits that were being run at the heart of the financial crisis. And now here we're back. Uh, Trillion-dollar deficits, as far as the eye can see. In fact, just the month of August, that month of August, the U.S. ran a deficit of $213 billion. I mean, that's a run rate of $2.5 trillion. Um, Why does does it nobody care? Why does that not affect the price of gold anymore? Yeah, well, nobody cares until it manifests in the market, okay? So, for example, if you ran a trillion-dollar debt and the yields just stayed where they were, no one would give a damn, right? Because the market says it's okay. Yeah. The market says it's okay. Uh, it's, it's when the market can't digest it, and all of a sudden, you know, imagine if rates went from 3 to 4%. Like, can just let's really imagine. Markets go from 3 to 4%. What happens to housing? What happens to car sales? What happens to retail sales as as people's interest payments go up by 33%, you know, which is one of the biggest costs already, I mean, it would just be devastating. So this bond market has to be watched here, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if I was China and I'm in this uh, financial-slash-trade war, uh, I don't think I'd be buying U.S. Treasuries, okay? I mean, in fact, I think I might sell them just out of spite. Um, So... Uh, th- that might very well be what's happening. You're not going to hear anybody talk about it that way, but that could very well be what's because it's been there's been a big rise in rates here in the last 30 days. I think it's almost 30 basis points now in 30 days. So uh, we don't need many more 30 day periods like that before it's going to start hurting seriously. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, on the physical side, uh, starting with China, you know they mine 400 some odd metric tons of gold every year, and they import. Uh, far more than that through Hong Kong and, and into the Shanghai Exchange. So we know China is a big hoarder of physical gold. Uh, how about Russia, though, Eric? They have been steadily 
increasing their gold holdings now since about 2015. We just got their numbers for the month of August. They added a, a precise 1 million ounces of gold, a little more than 31 metric tons in the month of August. That's the most they've added in a month since September of last year. They're on a run rate of 240 metric tons for this year is how much they'll add to their reserves. That's almost precisely their entire domestic output. And they're now up to 2,000 metric tons total in their reserves. What do you make of this consistent Russian buying? Well, they've upped their game, obviously. My recollection was they used to buy 10 to 15 tons. Now they're buying 30 tons. But why wouldn't they? They're avowing that they want to get rid of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. Uh, they sold the treasury bonds. Why wouldn't they buy gold? That's mm-hmm. the most logical thing for them to buy. So I would see that trend continuing here. And as you know, the central banks collectively uh, bought 8% more gold in the first half than they did a year ago. That's about 19 tons more than the previous year. And we've seen that with you know some of these subsidiary central banks getting involved, whether it's Turkey or Iran. Uh, we had India buy some gold recently. I don't even think that was in the first half. It was in this third quarter. Uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, uh, people who kind of are, are sitting back looking at at the uh, fiat currencies saying, hmm, I wonder where I really should have those reserves of mine. You know, do I want them in dollars? Do I want them in gold? Do I want them in euros? Whatever. And of course, more and more people are opting for gold here, and I think for very good reason. So I think the Russians will continue to buy that amount of gold, if not more. Uh, as I saw the uh, price of gold plunge 10 bucks, I said, well, that's, I'm sure the people in Russia like that. You know, they're probably in there buying right now. So they're, they're getting a hell of a deal. And uh, I think they probably know that they're going to stay in the market. And I, I got to believe that the Chinese are, are really net buyers of gold. Although, we're, you know, we're not seeing any official statement that they, they bought more gold. But you got to believe with what's going on that they're going to be a factor in this gold market for sure on the uh, government level. So uh, that end of it's working out well. You know, we've seen some of the sales of the metals products, whether it's the Silver Eagles or I think the the, the U.S. Mint ran out of uh, one 10-ounce gold uh, coins. Uh, Perth Mint sales strong. Canadian Mint sales strong. Uh, the Indians are huge buyers. I mean, you talk about tons. I mean, here's the uh, Russia buys 30 cents. We already talked about this. Indy imported a hundred tons yeah. in their in the month of August. So, I mean, a hundred tons—that's about fifty percent of all the gold that's available outside of Russia and China. And uh, that was up uh, it was up fifty percent from the previous year. And of course, the Indian rupee has been one of the weakest currencies here. So, the people don't never have liked the currency. So, their reasons to buy. Uh, gold are even stronger so that's we, we've had encouragement on the physical side of the market eric i want to wrap up by asking about the shares you know in, in on balance yeah at least uh, before they begin trading here on friday the shares have had a good week uh which is yeah. somewhat encouraging you think hey if the shares are perking up then maybe the metals themselves will perk up eventually too uh, but i know there's a couple of specific companies you wanted to address so have at it sure well, I should talk about uh, Kirkland at Gold because the stock's kind of hitting a, uh, a low for the year here, down at uh, 22 and change Canadian. Um, and I just want to point out to people that there's a rebalancing of the GDXJ happening today where they're selling 13 million shares, I believe is the number. 
And uh, of course, the most disgusting part of it all is everyone's front running it, right? Yeah. All the dealers have been selling this thing all the way down in order to, to buy a piece of this block and, and make a nice return. And what a nice return. The stock's down 25% in 30 days. Hey, don't be annualizing 25% in 30 days, right? I mean, that's a pretty fine return. So I suspect when that uh, trade goes up, which I think happens at the end of today, uh, this stock will hit the hit its low. Uh, Kirkland announced uh, more drilling results from Fosterville. I mean, they were just outer-worldly. I mean, there were spectacular intersections. Uh, the zone continues. The reserves will go up significantly when we report them at year-end based on the drilling. Uh, I mean, it all looks good. I know the production's uh, very decent, so... Uh, I can't imagine stock's going to stay down here. Yeah. I also want to talk about RNC Minerals. That's the company, I think I might have mentioned it a week or two ago, Yep. Uh, that found these huge nuggets in Australia, and they said, hey, we found 9,600 ounces of nuggets uh, in one blast. And uh, on what they would, on Wednesday, I guess, they came out and said, well, it's not 9,600 anymore, it's now 24,000 ounces that they've taken out of this one little uh, pocket here. And, of course, now the stock's up 500% from where it was trading about a month ago at $0.07. Cents. Um, but that's a lot of money. And, and the funny part is the stock didn't go up as much yesterday as the value of the announcement. In other words, they, they announced they found an extra 15 million ounces, which is worth uh, about uh, close to 20 million U.S. Stock didn't go up by 20 million. So... Um, God forbid that they continue to find this pile of gold along the many kilometers of structure that they have. And I can't say that they will or won't, uh, but it's a new sort of geological interpretation where this sediment meets the structure, the gold is in place, and we're only just... This is our our first foray into the uh, structure. So it'll be rather interesting. Uh, I announced yesterday that I went through 10% on the stock. So that's public information. I'm, uh, you got to do your own due diligence here. You know, these things are all uh, punts in a way. You got to fingers crossed. You got to, you got to guess at where it's going to go. I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, you know, you, you guess, you say, well, what's the upside versus the downside. And uh, you have to make up your own mind. So that's interesting. And I would point out that, Hopefully, uh, Garibaldi, which is a stock that I've been involved with for quite a while, I own 20% of it. I'm not promoting it, but there should be a news announcement here today or over the weekend for sure on whether or not they've proven up that um, possible nickel-copper discovery in British Columbia. So people should stand by and watch for that. Keep an eye on the headlines there, too. Well, I tell you what, my friend, it's going to be an interesting week. Uh, after the way this week has concluded and what we have ahead of us with the FOMC and all the other stuff going on internationally, I look forward to talking to you again next Friday because uh, it, there's, it's going to be a fascinating week to live through. It's wild and crazy. This reversal in gold, I see it's down almost $14 now, by the way. I mean, I can't believe it. We, you know, heavens. I woke up and I said, oh, my God, it's probably going to break out today, okay? Whoa! <laughs> How Good. wrong can you be? Anyway. Yeah. That's just the nature of the markets. (laughs) No, that's right. You know, and we all talk about the speculator positioning and how short they are, you know, for the people that follow the commitment of traders report. Getting above the 50-day would have put some technical pressure on them to cover. So, so much for that. Anyway, one last thing. Until next week. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, one last thing before we go. Uh, there, we also store metal at Sprott Money. A lot of folks don't realize that. And if you open a storage account with Sprott Money to store and secure your precious metals, you can store them in any of our six global locations. So just sign up for the Sprott Money International Storage and receive exclusive monthly deals too, just simply for signing up. 888-861-0775 is our number. And, of course, you can visit SprottMoney.com for more details. Eric, it's going to be a fascinating week. I look forward to talking to you next Friday. I as well. See you then. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next Friday. <laughs>